Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul's on Power, Power System Designs on the latest, on the latest in Power and Power Design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Ming Wang. She's with Keithley, and we're going to talk about uh, some of the things going on in the test space and some of the things Keithley's doing to address them. Isn't that right, Ming? Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Alex. Yes, it is right. Um, today we're going to talk about something all the researchers and scientists are going to face with a problem and our solution for it. Well, what, what is that problem? So, you know, we serve engineers, especially people in the R&D and research area, right? So people mm-hmm. in this area, they will use the instrument on their benchtops doing the inventions that will change the world, right? So mm-hmm. for this group of users, they need to get their measurement really fast because they want to spend time on their design, on their invention, not trying to configure instrument, figure out how to use it, right? Right. So, exactly. So we thought about it, and then we were like, how can we save their time and reduce the learning curve for them trying to just get to their result fast? So this is the mm-hmm. problem we're trying to solve, and yeah. Well, and, and so what are some of the challenges there? Like, you know, some of the things that when you think about test engineers, there's a learning curve on some of the devices, um, making sure that you're actually probing accurately is an issue, making sure the equipment is properly configured is an issue, operating the equipment is an issue. Um, there are a lot of challenges out there. What are some of the challenges that you're finding with your clients? So one thing is, you know, most of the instruments today, they still have like a very traditional one-way directed deep down menu. And a lot of people, even today when I was talking with one of the um, researchers out there, he said, he's a really, really smart person, but he's still telling me, you know, when he was trying to do some simple task with his instrument, he got to remember the menu, you know, where to find certain items to just change one value there. Instead mm-hmm. of having, this is, you know, one common thing. You see, like, a smart people struggling with these types of measurement instruments, and especially for the high-end ones, right? And another mm-hmm. thing is, like, sort of, um, I don't know, because people are so used to it, they kind of don't see this as a problem anymore, is you kind of have to know where to look for before you go into debugging. For example, you have to kind of program it to set your, you know, start voltage, what's that step size, how many steps, and things like that before you right. actually go in there to do the testing. Because and then you kind of lose this synchronized control or synchronized view capability. You always have to know what direction you go to before you go in there. And often people find out they got lost before they get in there. Got it, got it. And that makes a lot of sense. And, and, and actually, Ming, there's another aspect, too. There are a lot of people who are very good at what they do on design, but just aren't test engineers. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so uh, one thing we figured, like, you know, recently when we talked to the people, there are less and less dedicated test engineers. And you can see a lot of people graduate from school. They may be like a mechanical engineer. They may be electrical engineer. But certainly they have the, the you don't really see people have the background saying they're test engineering. And the, a lot of people, they just have to wear a lot of hats. Um, they have to pick up the testing jobs. So, Sometimes they're not really familiar with the instrument itself, and sometimes it can be really hard for them. Got it, got it. Now, that means, of course, obviously you need powerful tools, but the tools need to be easy to use, and the information they provide has to be easily uh, accessible to the engineer. That's a pretty tall order and a a big list of uh, things because, obviously, 
it can't be too simple a device or it won't be a good test piece of equipment. Yeah, 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 you're absolutely right, yes. So that's interesting. That really is. Now, um, so speaking of that, as far as tools and uh, better tools and more interesting ways to use tools, how's Keith Lee addressing that? Um, what have you got right now that uh, you've come out with that will help the engineer with that? Well, yeah, we thought about that, right, and thinking what about leveraging some mobile technology like smartphones or tablets that everyone got one in their hand right now? Like, that's why we explore this area. And, of course, we talk with our customer a lot and through lots of conversation, designs, and testings. And we debuted one product. It's an Android app named Keithley Ivy. It is the first mobile app for SMUs today in the market. Yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense, Ming, because, as you point out, everybody's got these devices. And a modern smartphone is an incredibly powerful computer. Exactly, exactly. So, like... Right now, you know, instead of trying to configure that little front panel you got on your screen, maybe like what about leveraging some new technologies we think on the smartphone that everything is layout, everything is simple, iPhone, even my grandma has an iPhone and she could use it without <laughs> problem, right? So so that's, that's kind of like the idea to get your test result quickly through this kind of um, technology out there. Right. Well, then, now describe it a little bit. So it it runs on my tablet or my smartphone. Is it is it a different configuration for a tablet versus a smartphone, or um, is it is it more scaled for the smartphone and it's just bigger on the tablet? How how does that work with the interface? So right now it works on both the tablet and the smartphone. We're optimized for all the sizes out there. Most of also eighty percent of Android devices because there are a lot of devices out there. Um, and how you do it is you connect it to the front panel of the 2600 series. There's a Keithley one product line uh, as a source measure unit to, uh, through the mm-hmm. front panel USB port. And then the, if the app is loaded on your phone already, it will pop up automatically. And then what you do, it's really simple. All you need to do is touch the output on button, mm-hmm. and you will have a cursor. Once you slide a cursor, different... Um, source value will send into the instrument and the measurement will come back and automatically plot it on the IV plot. So just That's by swiping, nice. yeah, just by swiping, you get a characterization directly in your eye, like right in front of you. And one neat thing is, you know, we talk about, you, you sort of have to know where you're debugging, the direction where you're taking before you go into debugging, right, for R&D users. Mm-hmm. The, the neat thing for this is we have a patent pending technology allow people to see in real time so they can just have the control on their finger to control the source and then they can visualize the measurement at the same time while they still remain the control mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and also you, you got to think a lot of these younger engineers are used to a much more um, intricate and touch driven interface and just by making the interface on their personal device, it also then makes it more accessible to them, I think. Yeah, that's that's actually right. So um, I actually talked to a lot of people, you know, from all different kind of demographics and background and stuff. So mm-hmm. we realized some young kid, even though they never, they're still young kids, don't have a smartphone, right? So we talked to one person, and he is able to pick it up, like, really quickly and able to do the testing right in front of me. And, like, you know, we are talking about people who has been in the industry for more than 30, 40 years uh, who doesn't have a smartphone, like, personally. 
but he when when I lend him my um, smartphone, the tablet, he is able to do the task without any problem. Just after a short instruction that's actually built in inside of the app. Nice. So, um, what are some of the other advantages um, to the engineer for using it? Like, what are some of the other unique features you were talking about? Well, so we really leverage the built-in capabilities inside the mobile device instead of just to do a virtual front panel on the smartphone itself, right? You probably kind of get a sense on that that at that end already. Um, so what we do, we fully leverage the pinch to zoom feature that you can change the scale really quickly. Mm-hmm. And then, so instead of, you know, you probably think about Google Map, okay, I can pinch to zoom. But what we do is if you pinch sideways, your x-axis is actually, you know, zooming up or zooming in, or like if you pinch on the y-axis, axis actually change the shape of your graph actually changes. So that's one thing. And then the second is um, the instance control I was talking about. So you don't have to know where you're tracking. What you don't have to know the action you're going to take before you go in there. And then there are a couple of thing, other things, like, of course, you can instantly share it out. Like, one of the engineers, I saw what he did was he turned on the Bluetooth on the laptop and turned on the Bluetooth on the smartphone. And all he did is, like, one tab, and then the file just magically appeared in his laptop, right? So we enable these features, and engineers do a lot with them. So we enable very fundamental stuff, and what comes out of it, it's, it's great. That is, that is. But it's not magic, it's science. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But, um, so, um, are there any compatibility issues I have to worry about, or is, what, what is the compatibility of the uh, instrument? Well, uh, right now it's compatible with all Series 2600B Keithley SMU units, um, mm-hmm. and it's compatible with all the Android devices running Android version 4.0 and above. So I, I would say it covers a pretty good amount of like both instrument and from the device ability as well. And do need the firmware upgrade if you bought it, you know, earlier for 2600B. And otherwise, you know, it should, it should just work like that. <laughs> Well, that's good. Cause, well, and that's the other thing, too, is as more and more uh, things become personal device and software oriented, it'll be easier for you to make those upgrades going forward as well, because then you can just simply uh, send the updates updates through the cloud. Yes, exactly. For the software you have updated, it's the same updating process as all other Android apps out there. So it should just be right in the background, and then we'll get, you will get the most upgraded version right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, let's see. Well, uh, is there anything else uh, about the device that you think our audience should know about? I don't want to, you know, cut you off and have you say, but there's one more thing. Um, It's definitely, like, you know, something they should try to see since there's an app and it's available to everyone, basically, without any shipping problem, right? Um. So if people are interested, they should go to keithley.com slash ivy, else like ivy, and to learn more about it. Excellent, excellent. Now, Ming, I always let my guests have the last word on the show, so um, you could talk a little bit more about the software, or you could talk a little bit about something else Keithley's doing, or the company, or just a tip for our audience, but the floor is yours. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Um, so, yes, Keithley Ivy, it's an Android app to characterize two or three terminal devices. 
And it has some really unique features that you should just go download it and give it a try. Um, even if you don't have an instrument, there's a simulation mode you could play with it. Um, and if you have any suggestions, uh, please let us know as well. Thank you. Excellent. Oh, Ming, thank you. It's so nice to have you here. And, uh, well, it's always nice to know that there are new tools out there to help uh, make the engineer's job easier. So I'm really glad that we had you here. I'd thank also you, like Alex. to thank – oh, the pleasure is mine, as I said. And I'd also like to thank the audience for taking the time to be with us because uh, we wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul on Power. Have a great day.